If you happen to have kids or even know someone who does, I highly recommend the new musical children's picture books by Emma Pinnell Music. Emma is an author and musician of over 20 years dedicated to emotional understanding for kids and adults. Her books, Gentle Dragons, Healing and Dealing with Emotions and Feelings, and also Queen Tween the Cat, A Story of Gratitude and Compassionate Attitude, both are themed around assisting children develop healthy emotional habits and positive attitudes towards life and others. Emma also includes full-color, captivating illustrations, also completely done by her on every page. Find these books available on Amazon in print or ebook, or visit her personal website, www.emmapanil.com. That's www.emmapanil.com. Panella spelled P-A-U-N-I-L dot com. This is J.B. Beverly, and you're tuned in to Undergroundopolis. Welcome to Undergroundopolis, everybody. Tonight's guest, blues legend, Rotten Belly. Man, he's been around, done a lot of cool things. We hope we're going to get every great story we can out of him. We're going to bring him right on. Hello, Rotten Belly. Hello there. It's good to talk to you. It's, it's been a while. It's been a, it's been a while, and I'm really happy to talk to you. <laughs> I'm really happy to talk to you, too. So we'll just get right to it. Uh. If there were if there was someone that you could say you saw on, on a stage or TV or anything like that, you, you said that, that that type of influence. You said I I want to do that. Could, could you narrow down that, that I want to be that working musician? Or could you narrow down that down to somebody? Well, my friend, I don't always talk about this, but I'll give you a little bit of a clue. My father took me as a child once to a Holiday Inn where in the parking lot was a flatbed trailer set up and it was the very first time that this band ever came to the West Coast. It was in San Bernardino, California. And it was the Rolling Stones, and you didn't even have to pay. You just went into the oh, parking lot wow. and watched them. I believe it was KMEN Radio. I think that was their name. But that always stayed with me. And I was pretty fortunate because my father took me. And it was a few years later, of course. But he took me to a place in outside of Los Angeles, and I got to see Jimi Hendrix. Oh, wow. And I was with relatives of mine in the 
Los Angeles area, Venice, Santa Monica, and it was when the doors were starting. So I've seen several of the people that I would say influenced me, not in how I play so much, but probably, let me just say, how I've lived. Man, you got to see Jimi Hendrix. That's a whoo. Rolling Stones were there young too. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, believe me, if they wouldn't have ever become the Rolling Stones, you know what I mean? Because I was so small and stuff, I would have never known what was what. Right. <laughs> well, never never registered. But after you know things become what they are, it's like, oh, I saw them. Saw them in a parking lot at a holiday. I saw them in a parking lot, yep. Yep, <laughs> on a flatbed trailer. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, in your, in your own music, how would you describe the music you create? I've been kind of fortunate to where having listened to what I've listened to, grown up with what I've grown up with. Do you have a particular creative process? What's that like? Well, now, you promised me you wasn't looking for the cops, but... (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes it just happens in the middle of the night in like a dream. Sometimes it happens in a day when you're traveling down the road and you wasn't thinking of anything, and it just pops in your head. You know, sometimes I just sit down with a guitar and something's in it. There is no pattern of doing anything in it. And it's not like I'm sitting around trying to make nothing up. Like I said, when it comes to me, I have to go figure it out. Right. Let's see here. Lost my place. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I'm grounded in mine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Do uh, you have a, a particular favorite show you played that you could tell us about? Well, let me just say this. I thoroughly enjoyed, a couple of years ago, we did several nights over a period of a couple of weeks at a venue in Clarksville, a range of tunes that went through, let me just say, from way back in the beginning to right up to the currentest time. And I like to do stuff like that. It's pretty hard for me to say, I can go out and do a show and play what everything is I want to do because there's so many songs anymore. I mean, I can't go out and play the the latest record. Actually, I'm already into the next record by that time. By the time the, the thing comes out that somebody can access their own self, I've already moved into the next place and I'll be playing those songs so really I would say my favorite kind of shows are where people can let's just say be close to what we're doing and somebody might be a little familiar with it but at least uh, I'm not uh, foreign to them You uh, that night we played at at Pier One Eighteen, mm-hmm. you told me a, you told me a story. Uh, I think you were out in California. You said and like you, you just played something, and some TV crew showed up, and you didn't. I think 
Oh, how we got on TV or on the in the video and how I learned about that, of course. No, I will tell you right now. I was playing the shows. It was the Ramona Bowl. It's in Riverside County, sort of out in the desert, but it's a staged style event place with just rocks in the background, a hill. At which point, I've kind of come to the realization that every time I went out to do anything anymore, I had to think that that could happen. So I try to make it a point to always be pretty serious when I'm doing what I do anymore. Back in the day, you know, we might have goofballed around, got liquored up or who knows what, and played crazy and who knows what. And when it came back to us, it was like, well, we were doing this or we were doing that. But anymore, I can't afford to behave like that. And I think any time I go out that it does indeed matter. Yeah. And it does. You're right. Do you prefer the studio or the stage? Well, most of the time, when we work in recording, we do indeed play live. You know, I've done things where, yes, we've built tracks or whatever, you know, to, it's not like I'm ignorant of it. But for the Rotten Belly Blues to be the Rotten Belly Blues, we generally do play live as we were recording things. I think, uh, Mr. Gene Breeden in Nashville, he was the first person to open up a studio to me to record something where I could just do whatever I wanted in a day. And I went in with shakers, tambourines with me, and played 11, 12 songs in a day and he came up to me afterwards and he says the last time that he ever recorded an album in a day with somebody it was Porter Wagner oh. and I was like wow because I mean I, I, I'm not stupid I know who Porter Wagner is oh yeah know? and I was like wow that's cool and this was a long time ago when he'd done that you know what I mean yeah. And actually, he said to the person who was, let's just say, the producer, he he kind of made him a bet that I couldn't do that again. And the guy who was producing me said, well, no, he can do that again. And so they, between them, made their own bet and set another date, like about five weeks in the future. And I'd gone off and I'd played a couple of shows. And whilst I was gone, and... Just because how the songs happened, there was, let's just say, three or four more songs. And at that point there, of course, there's always a, a batch of songs that nobody had heard before, so they didn't, it wasn't like I was representing nothing. It was like, you never heard this, so it doesn't make any difference if I wrote it three years ago, if I wrote it three days ago. But I had a batch of new tunes. And we went in, 
and recorded another one in about uh, I guess ten hours. And at that point, there a very top-notch Nashville guitar player. His name was Eugene Moles. He'd grown up playing on those hee-haw TV shows and stuff. He was pretty, pretty famous in his own world. He worked with Merle Haggard's gang, and he'd heard me, and he wanted to play along too. So I let him play a guitar to what we recorded live, and he, let's just say, played his part after we played our song. So as far as thinking like studio stuff. Everything to me is live anyhow, and how things get fixed a little bit afterwards, it really doesn't doesn't involve me at that point. I, I, you know, I was already gone when he was playing his guitar. Who else have you collaborated with? Well, of course, the band is big because the, everybody who's ever been in the Rotten Belly Blues is still in the Rotten Belly Blues as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It just depends on where we are and who shows up. A couple of weeks ago... Oh, three of the players from up in the Northeast came down to visit me here in Tennessee just so we could sit down for a night and play the new stuff. I painted pictures on plates. I painted pictures on tiles. I did all kinds of things like that, and that's all I did. Yeah, I saw the songs, the songs kept coming to me, you know, so I had them, but I did not go out and play. Right. But I saw pictures of the plates on Facebook. Oh, cool. I know. There's cool stuff. Yeah, I started painting a little last year, too. I can't say I really painted. I poured. I was doing acrylic pours right oh, when yeah. it first hit, and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. And then it got really expensive because you really use a lot of paint when you, <laughs> when you pour. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I get ready to, let's say, get serious, you know, it's it's a hundred dollars of material just to mm-hmm. get started. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you know, I, I did like three big stages last year. I did something early in the winter. I did something in the spring, and then I did something in the fall. You might say. So that was, uh, you know, it kept me busy. It kept me busy. I think, I think I did thirty-five things last year. Oh wow. Yeah. You did you did really well. <laughs> I wish you could see my latest thing. I've painted a picture of honeysuckle and it is like chaos, but by the time you look into the chaos it's like uh, well, that's honeysuckle. <laughs> you can almost smell it. The last loving thing my baby said to me the last loving thing my baby said to me the last loving thing my baby said to me don't let that dog swing back and hit you when you leave now when you go don't forget take your coat and hat when you go
I've been there again. People contacted me from France, and it was like, oh, we heard this and we heard that. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I was so happy to hear from somebody from France liking what we did. And, you know, I don't even know how to talk French talk. But they understood the blues. Maybe you have to set up a tour there in the next year or so. Well, I'll tell you quite honestly. One of the tunes that made me the most financial return as far as songs go, and, and that's basically in the the world of uh, music rights and things, the music rights and the playing on the radio, stuff like that. The one that's uh, ever made the best for the Rotten Belly Blues was a song called Think of You, and it was played to death in Ireland. I was amazed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is there a, a producer that you'd really like to work with that you haven't yet? I don't know anything of that nature. I will say that somebody is trying to uh, set up a date or so at the Sun Studios in Memphis. Oh, well. And uh, the only reason that I would have ever had this presented to me was because they'd actually gone there and done a session. And whilst they were there, they were talking to the people who run the studio, and they told them about how we work, which is live. And these guys was like, well, that's how we like to record things. And it was like, well, you know, let's make this happen someday. And it was supposed to be last year, last fall, but, of course, everything was still messed up, so we didn't do it. So we were still trying to put it into the future, but all of that stuff's handled by somebody else. It's not like I can my own self say oh let's go all right there's a lot of coordinating sometimes to some of this stuff and i'm not a good coordinator that's why you have people huh <laughs> exactly i believe me i entrust an awful lot of this sort of business to other folks because i just i get sidetracked i might start playing my guitar in the morning i might start painting in the morning and i might forget about everything else except playing my guitar or painting when, when, when can we expect expect another album well let me just say i've got another one in the bag i've got it ready to be recorded i don't know how the band will set up i don't know where it will happen but that's why the folks came down a couple of weeks ago, as I told you, so that they could be a little bit familiar with what the tunes was that I was messing with now. Because for the most part, I'd say I've probably got 16, 17 songs ready to go. Anything you'd like to plug in, website or anything like that you'd like to plug in before you start wrapping this up? I'm going to say right now, I'm hoping for a good year for everybody. I'm really planning on doing some of the best work I've ever done this year. And however it happens, I hope 
you'll get to hear it. Do think you've been some other man? Tears me up, makes me wanna die. But I'll be strong. I want to put this all behind Love it is to me Love it is to you Jason Ball, host of Funkin' Live, where we're always keeping it funky. Now, here is my joke of the week. How many tickles does it take to tickle an octopus? Ten tickles. <laughs> that is all our time we have for now. Thank you for listening to Undergroundopolis. Remember, we do this every Wednesday night, bringing you new and exciting artists every week. Be sure to hit up their websites and social media and stream or download their music. If you like this show, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, any streaming platform, and leave us a review as well. I'm your host, Rob Lyon, signing off. <laughs>